here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy, your mama pop. What up, y'all? K and B, the sexy ninja in the place to be for C Plus Studios, and welcome to the sexy ninja cast. I know this drops every Sunday, 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 but this one's a special sexy ninja cast for y'all exclusive not really exclusive but i am on my way you can hear in the car i am on my way to go see black panther wakanda forever i'm very excited i'm also i also got some tissues because i know i'm gonna cry i always cry like last night i rewatched uh spider-man no way home the extended edition it's on stars right now originally i was gonna buy it on voodoo but I saw it on Stars and I was like, oh, okay, well, I could save me uh, 15 bucks, you know. But I watched that movie last night and right when Aunt May dies all the way to the end, I just had this like, I wanted just to, just to ball my eyes out for Peter. You know, I, I, I just felt this, you know, yes, it was fun seeing Toby and Andrew and all the things I love about that movie, everything. But at the end, of the end of the day, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I felt so bad. Just like, damn, dude, you just lost your family, your auntie. You know, now you got to lose, you got to lose uh, the love of your life. You, you know, it, it all culminates to the whole fact that you you are making the ultimate sacrifice, and everyone doesn't know you. You know, all because Mysterio's punk ass had to put you out there like that, you know, and it's, it's such a fun movie, but it's so full of heart, it's my favorite of the Holland movies, uh, that Homecoming I thought was okay, I really didn't like uh, Far From Home, but No Way Home, man, it, it hit a lot of, it hit a lot of the feels, the feels inside, I, I didn't realize how much, like, I was just watching, I just put it on, because I was like, oh yeah, hey, I want to, I've been wanting to watch this, you know, I didn't get to go to the movie theater to go see it, and just right when, right when Aunt May dies, I was like, damn, and like, I was holding back, man, my daughter's looking at me, she's like, little punk-ass bitch, crying, huh, I ain't even crying, but she even said, though, while sitting there, she's like, you know, I just, I don't like this part, I hope they change it, because she knows we're watching a different version of this movie, and it wasn't really a, a like they didn't change the story or outcome in any way. These were more like deleted scenes that were put into the movie itself. You know, we got a little bit more interaction between uh, Andrews, uh, Spider-Man, and um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. You know, you, you, a little bit more interaction there. A couple things I felt like, yeah, th- I was like, yeah, you know what? I I like this. I like this cut, but. I'm good with the original cut. Extended cut just seems like some deleted scenes that were just thrown in, just to be thrown in. But there's some funny stuff, though, especially in the, the interrogation scene when uh, they they get Peter and everything like that. We get a little bit more Matt Murdock, that I can tell you that much. And not, not a lot, but uh, I was like, oh, hey, Matt's back. That's awesome. So, but, you know, like I said, a lot of deleted scene stuff. Uh, there was one in the interrogation scene I was talking about where he goes... And you're going to tell us about the, the night monkey or whatever from Far From Home. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, yeah, cops are stupid. But if, if you get a chance, go on Stars or go buy it. I know it's on digital right now everywhere. You can get the extended edition of Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, but I'm not talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. We're talking about Black Panther, baby. Wakanda forever. Finally here, you know, the debut of uh, Namor. Uh, and man, a movie that's gonna probably just hit all the feels, just because 
of uh, Chadwick Boseman, you know, rest in peace. You know, I remember when I heard uh, when he passed away, I remember, we, I think we were watching a wrestling pay-per-view or something like that. And soon as, like, I, uh, Big Daddy, like, called me and I was like, yo, you okay? You know, because usually he doesn't really call that late, but he left for the pay-per-view. He usually texts me like, hey, I made it home and whatnot. You know, I'm safe. But he called me. He's like, yo, dude, Chadwick Boseman just passed away. And I was like, what? You know, I was like, what the fuck? What? You know, and I looked it up and yeah, right there. And I, I, it, it hit hard just because I, as an actor, as a human being, he's, he is a true superhero in all those aspects, man. And like, it definitely was one of those things where it, it hit hard. You know, it's T'Challa. He's our, he's our king. He's gone. So this movie's going to deal with that from everything I've seen. Uh, spoiler free reviews. This is, it is, this movie is a huge hot, um, homage to Chadwick and to T'Challa, you know, uh, and I, it's, it's just crazy. This is only the second movie of the Black Panther movies, but that first Black Panther movie was so fucking fantastic from Ryan Coogler. And I, I listened to him. If you, if you can, um, there's a podcast out there. It's the official, uh, Wakanda, uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever podcast. And it's just, this great, in-depth interview with Ryan Coogler and he talks about the day um, he found out you know he found out before TMZ broke in all this and that and he's like no it can't be it can't be you know and hearing him you know before he before he even said anything he's you know I can hear him choking up and stuff like that and it made me choke up because you know they, they Chadwick didn't tell anybody they didn't tell anybody he was sick you know only the people who knew his close family and he had to you know hold this burden inside of knowing that he is dying in front of us and when Ryan found out and he's like yo he was what you know and then he goes back he says I was thinking about it as I went back to the filming of that movie and thinking like oh I was making him do all this type of crazy stuff but we're I'm seeing the man die in front of us like now that I look at it from that perspective he goes well it's it's such a good interview you should go listen to it right now um Ryan Coogler just seems like a really down-to-earth dude and all the pressure he had making that first movie and you know, everything, and I, I'm I've been listening to uh, the soundtrack to the movie uh, from Kendrick Lamar and everybody that contributed, you know, the weekend and stuff like that. And it's such it it is my it's funny is like that that soundtrack uh, for Black Panther, the first movie, is a soundtrack that I listen to a lot. It's one of my go to albums. Everybody has a go to album, you know that that's one of them in the pile. You know, as like. If I'm feeling, if I'm feeling this way, feeling like that, because I, I connected with that first Black Panther movie so, so much as somebody who is indigenous, somebody who is of, um, you know, no, uh, somebody who's not basically white, <laughs> let's put it that way, because I, the aspect, like the start when, um, in the starting of the movie, you know, when they go to Wakanda for the first time, when they, when they enter Wakanda and they're like, we're home. And I thought of, like, my ancestors and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, man, how dope would it be? Like, that's home. That's where, you know, that's that's where that that's where everything's at. And that's the way I kind of look at the reservation at this point. Like, when I go home to Shiprock, New Mexico, I, I feel like, like uh, you know, it, it might not look great to everybody else, but it looks it looks fantastic to me, man. As soon as we as soon as I see that Shiprock rock, I, I have that moment where in, in the movie from Black Panther when they're like, we're home and I just feel at peace with myself. You know, I, I enter, you know, and when we get, when we go and I can't wait when we get back for Thanksgiving on my birthday, 
but that that's that movie just hit me in so many levels especially Killmonger's story Killmonger's story is 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 tragic and like what he says in the end you know I'd rather die on the, uh, the ships you know drown in the waters and stuff like that I, I can't say the quote exactly but I have that uh, that quote around here somewhere on a piece of paper because it, it's so impactful you know that first Black Panther movie like is dealing with T'Challa becoming the king after his dad dies and everything like that and you know he has to come to grips with grips with it and this and that and then when everything with this movie we're gonna you know it's gonna be it's it's gonna be weird because it's just like yeah he's gone you know and they're not really gonna explain maybe maybe not I don't know after I come back like we're gonna stop this podcast and then that's gonna be like two hours later then I'll be back to tell you what the movie is and I'm I'm excited I'm excited just because that first movie is so great and the challenges of Ryan Coogler doing a rewrite because he said he finished this movie like he finished the script the first version of the script uh, a couple days uh, I mean a couple weeks before Chadwick actually passed away and he was so excited about introducing Namor to because he's a big comic book guy like he's a huge comic book guy and this is one of those things where he that's what something they talked about during the first movie they're going to introduce Namor king versus king you know king of the land king of Wakanda versus the king of the sea and it, it's just it's just it's crazy dude like he says that the the version his story with T'Challa was him coming back from the blip him dealing with being gone for five years, him reconnecting with Wakanda, reconnecting with his people, and and this is him dealing with that after the blip, you know, being gone. And I was like, oh, man, I would love to see that story. But now we're going to see somebody else take the mantle, and I kinda, I'm kind of i already guessing who it is. Like, they kind of gave that in the trailer, uh, the, the second trailer. Like, I always felt like that moment where uh, Black Panther jumped down, I felt like that was a moment... That should have been left out of a trailer. That should have been a theater moment because they really haven't had really huge theater Marvel moments since Endgame and uh, No Way Home. There wasn't that like, oh my God, you know, I, I didn't get that in Love and Thunder. I didn't get that in uh, Doctor Strange, you know, like moments like, like I remember in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness in my review, I said, I was like, if I want to make this room cry and make everyone be like, oh, it's where... Uh, Wanda is seeing Wanda and, you know, the kids and stuff like that. And one and uh, that version of Wanda, the mothers, like, they'll be fine. I'll take care of them. Just know that I'll, I'll take care of them. And I was like, just Paul Bentley's voice. You didn't even need him there. You could have heard the door open and you could have just heard Wanda, you know, and, and Paul Bentley's voice. And that room would have fell apart because she would just look off, you know, Wanda uh, looks off screen, and then that's the tear jerking moment. And I wish we got that, but we, we you know, we, we didn't. So, and I, I know this movie should have those moments, and I felt like that moment where the Black Panther fell down, oh, kitten fell down, came down, superhero pose in the second trailer. I was like, oh, I really wish I saved that for the theater. You know, I should, I should just stop. I should just be like Big Daddy. Stop watching movie trailers because it's showing too much lately and it's annoying. <laughs> but I'm almost to the movie theater. I'm probably going to wrap this up right here just so I can get my cup. I got my uh, candy, my good old red vines, and then I'm going to get my popcorn, extra layer buttered with a little sprinkle of salt and a cherry Coke with light ice. Uh, the last movie we went to was like a week ago with my wife and our date night and stuff like that. And I, as, as soon as I was like, I walked up. Um, the lady's like, I was like, oh, I was about to say my order. My wife's like, 
he wants layered popcorn, you know, extra layered, uh, and he also wants a cherry coke with light ice. And I'm like, hey. And he's just like, you order the same thing every freaking movie, big head boy. <laughs> you order the same thing. And I do. It's my tradition. Like, once in a great while, I'll grab a hot dog or maybe I'll grab the cinema burgers or whatever, you know. But it's just one of those things, like, I don't, I, I want the traditional snacks. Like, the movie theater is a, next to the comic book shop is my other church. And, you know, I'm very serious about, I get there, like, 45 minutes early, even though, even, because, like, my movie's at 1045 and right now it's 1002. And I like to get there early. I like to settle in, you know, assigned seats or not. That's what I like to do. I like to get there, sit down, get myself collected, then go use the restroom if I need to because I ain't getting up after I sit down in a seat and doing those, uh, because I, I hate going to the movies with people who, like my parents, my parents drive me crazy because they're always like rushing to the theater or doing this and that. And I'm like, yo, I'm going there an hour early. We're going separate in different cars. I will be there and you can get there when you get there. Love you, mom and dad, but come on. <laughs> We take this serious around here. So, all right, y'all. Well, I'll be talking to you in a bit. And uh, here we go. Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Two hours later. Man, I... That... I... Oh, my God. I love... I love that movie. I... teared up just thinking about how that ended, man. Um... Chadwick, you forever miss. You are T'Challa. Wakanda forever. Um, I just got done seeing it with uh, Doug and our buddy Cody and everything like that. And I just, I, I, it's, it's, I'll have a few spoilers. You know, I think this movie is something you need to experience yourself, you know, and walking into this movie. And I need to see it again because I, at the end of this movie, I was like, all my emotions were drained drained of happiness sadness everything was just out there all the characters and this is Shuri's story of her becoming the Black Panther you know and saying goodbye to Chadwick and to and to T'Challa to the same was the mission and goal and I felt like it succeeded on so many levels and rebirthing the character of T'Challa and all the aspects the, the tone of the movie the way everything flowed I felt like it just it just all worked so well and you know I, I, after I can't wait to do the review for uh, with Doug like a full blown review because um, I'm, I'm still in like shock like, you know, I, I was I wasn't expecting to feel like this after seeing Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, this is why we chose to go on a Monday. This is why we chose like, you know what, let's let's skip the opening weekend, we can wait. And now that I've seen this movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, man. It's it, you know, and I'm glad I'm I'm very happy I didn't have a packed movie theater. I think that's I think this movie's one of those things like you need to Experience and in being focused on the screen, and you know, it starts off with saying goodbye, and you know, in such a heartbreak way, I, I automatically started tearing up, and I felt so bad. I was like, "Damn, 
you know, but it was beautiful at the same time, man. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. Holy shit. I, this movie is an experience within an experience and it just, it gravitates about lost, you know, and finding yourself when you lose somebody that's so important to you. And that was Shuri. You know, you are on this journey with her who is trying to find, you know, the light. And there's a moment in the movie when she decides to finally be the Black Panther. You get something totally unexpected. And like I said, I'm not really, I really don't want to drop any spoilers because I, this is more just my reaction to the film itself. Because I feel like you need to go. Like, I know in, when we did the Black Adam one, you know, we talked all the spoilers. But it, this is just, I don't know, man. It, it's really hard just to, like, nail it down. I, I, I'm emotionally spent, you know. <laughs> uh, my eyes are all glossy. And, I, I, you know, and usually I wipe my tears away. But I didn't. I just let the tears fall. And I, great action too. Uh, every, all all the actors were top notch, man. Top notch. And do but do we? But does this move the plot forward for Marvel? Which I was uh, saying, a lot of these movies haven't been doing lately. It no, it it's its own thing. It it just feels like its own thing, you know. The, the mid, there's no there's no end end credit scene, but there is a mid credit scene that pushes the Black Panther story forward. There is that, but it doesn't push the Marvel universe. And I feel like, as much as I bitch and gripe about that, as much as I was like, oh man, these movies aren't doing this, and I felt like it was okay with this movie not to, because this was this was about the Marvel universe, but it was but we got introduced to uh, Namor, and I love that actor. Like I, I can't think of his name right now, but him as Namor was was awesome. Like that dude, that dude is awesome, man. I want I can't wait to see more of Namor in this universe, and you know, in seeing the, wh- where we're going now, knowing that Namor's out there, and I wonder if he get his own movie. Probably not. Because I know that he's one of those characters that's uh, like the Hulk is bound by Universal. So in order to use this character, you have to have him in a in a separate aspect because it's not his movie. You know, he's he's the villain. And yes, you know, I'm not saying this was the like the most perfect movie ever. Like there was points of like, okay, oh sure, kind of gloss over that. You know, I'm not saying like this was the the most brilliant movie of all time. This was the most beautiful movie to a character that the world has grown to love. And then you have to say goodbye, but you get reintroduced back to the character and why you love the Black Panther. So, shout out to to everyone on this film. I know it was probably hard. And just that opening sequence, man. I can't imagine them filming that and just... Like, not crying at certain points and had to get themselves back together. But, and seeing Wakanda again, like going back to Wakanda, it, it felt right. It felt good. You know, it, it feels like home in a lot of aspects. It, it just, you know, it, it was just dope. Like, when, uh, when she's like, hey, Queen, we're home. You see Wakanda, and it's just one of those like mystical moments of just beauty and 
Yeah. You know, and you know, some people might be watching me like, oh, this movie's bullshit. Uh, you know, whatever. No, nah, not me, man. Not me. I, I walked out of this thing just in awe. Just in awe. Like, pure, like, usually me and, like, right when the credits start rolling and we watch the mid-credit scene, usually me and Doug, while we're sitting by each other, we start talking, like, hey, what'd you think? Hey, what'd you think? And he can be, he's witness. I didn't say anything. I was just sitting there, like, I I witnessed some art, like filmmaking art and my feelings and saying goodbye and feeling like we I really did say goodbye and I could let go. You know, that that was I think that's the overall message. Yes, there was some cool action scenes. There was some cool this, there was some cool that, but I got to say no, I didn't get to say, but my you know, well, I kind of like we got to say goodbye. And Chadwick will live on forever and I can't wait to have this movie at home and I can watch it and just look at the all the cool little things M'Baku man you, you fall in love with more M'Baku like and you know I uh, yeah so if I, at this moment if I'm rating this movie right now out of my feelings and out of what I'm feeling it is a pure solid 10 for saying goodbye and that, you know, and it's funny. It's like that will probably change, but I will say, out of these movies, you know, like I after rewatching No Way Home, I said this in the beginning of the podcast. After rewatching that movie, that movie just emotionally just hurt, like hurt me, like you know. And this this is the same thing, but it was a good hurt. You ever watch a movie just to throw on, just because you're like, man, I just want to feel something, and that's what Wakanda Forever is, and. It, it's an experience that you need to go experience, man. So I, I give it a solid ten. Right now, there could be there's some there's some things that in my brain I'm thinking of, but I'll save those for the review, an actual full blown spoiler review with Doug and me and him can battle out because we were already battling it out. Like we we sat in the car for a bit, and me and Cody and we're, we're talking, and you know he has his things about the movie, and I was like, well, no, not really, you know. So I can't wait to have that conversation with Doug, but. Um, yeah, if you saw the movie, you know, if you want to write a spoiler in the comments, you're more than welcome. But I'm feeling as of right now, I don't want to do that. I, I think you need to go to the movie to experience the movie and embrace it for what it is. And damn it, Ryan Coogler. <laughs> yeah, so solid 10 as of now. But uh, after that, like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja. And remember, Wakanda forever! Welcome to the wicked shit.